Welcome back to the show. Oh my gosh, Olivia, happy 60th anniversary. It's our 60th episode of Whitey Puzzleman's Crossword Hour. What? Can you believe? (laughs) I can't. (laughs) I can't believe. This show is 60 years old today. Wow. <laughs> wow. No shit. How'd we do that? Um, you know, just decades of hard work. <laughs> Dedication, commitment. Um, I just Googled the 60th anniversary gift is diamonds. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm, you know my address. <laughs> and he, and you mine. <laughs> <laughs> white diamonds <laughs> yes of course it seems like a long time to be married mm, yeah it does 60 years yeah uh, I don't know if, if many people of our generation are going to make it well yeah I mean if you don't get married until you're in your 30s you know good luck yeah, like an old old spinster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my brand now. Turns out. <laughs> Try as I might to not have that be my brand. Well. What's your brand? <laughs> What's your brand identity? Um would you say you're like I'm, a I, I, I'm like that that uh, that Trader Joe's brand where they put like a Trader Juan on like um, <laughs> on the pinto beans or whatever. So, like, <laughs> I'm, I think it's uh, Jose for the pinto beans. <laughs> oh, I'm like uh, I'm a, I'm a globalist. Gotcha. I'm, yeah, I'm like multicultural. I'm like. Peace and love. Yeah, citizen of the earth. Yes, Open borders. Okay, so you totally get it. You totally get it. (laughs) Yeah, I get your brand. And mine's mine's spinster, (laughs) which is why we work so well together. (laughs) Um, Anything you want to report this week? Anything you want to let the people know about? Mm, Any bees in your bonnet? Any bats in your belfry? (laughs) <laughs> I'm an internet student. Oh yeah, um, how's school? Oh, it's oh, it's great. Um, <laughs> just I dial in, and uh, you get undivided attention from me. And <laughs> I'm a model student, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad that you're continuing your education. Because I was going to mention, you know, you were seeming a little bit dumb. <laughs> I was. Use it or lose it, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, fall's creeping in. We're at the end of August here. Um, the summer, you know, it's been a wacky year. I don't need to be the one to tell you. You've mm. heard it from all corners. So don't let me bore you with more you know, tales of in these uncertain times, in these unprecedented times, as now we more all, than ever, as we all navigate. Yeah, now more than ever. Um, but it seems <laughs> as though podcasting has remained pretty stable throughout the pandemic. Yeah, I was just remarking to Bianca, she was going through some, you know, metrics. Uh, listener <laughs> metrics and for not promoting our podcasts barely at all uh, I think we do all right yeah we do I think it's actually kind of impressive for how little we <laughs> but you know we could use your help tell a friend well this is tell a friend week tell a friend about the show if you want 
If you have friends, you might not have any. (laughs) Yeah, you might not if you like listen to a crossword podcast. Yeah, you might be a fucking loser. You can you can have friends if you have the podcast. (laughs) You might actually have a ton of friends, be really popular. Um, (laughs) But you also might be a a spinster on an island (laughs) by yourself. You never know. Um, should we talk about the week? The week yes, that was? I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Starting with Sunday, August 23rd, this puzzle is called Musical Interlude, and it's by Barbara Lynn. Now, the theme here was a little bit misleading because the very first theme answer, there are circled letters in each of the theme answers, and the circled letters refer to the notes in a scale. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. Nice. Thank you. Um, but the first clue, um, the clue at 23 across is I did a rod for one. And the answer is amazing dog race. But D-O is the musical interlude because that's the note. Do, a deer. And... If you take that out, it's Amazing Grace, which is also a song. So in my little head, I think that they're all going to be songs. Oh, man. True. Right? And so then 31 across, the clue is one driving kids around in a Subaru. And the answer is Forrester Parent. But if you take the Ray out, it's foster parent, also a phrase, but not a song. I not one so that I know. Be, it, I it would be maybe an uplifting song, you know. <laughs> no, or a very depressing song about the the foster care system. Yeah, give me those kids, give me those <laughs> tax breaks or whatever. I don't know how it works. Uh. I didn't know there was a financial incentive. I mean, I think that there's something like that or some sort of, I I don't know. I can't speak to it. It would elucidate why so many of the foster parents, I mean, not to do a blanket statement about foster parents, but some people seem to not think the foster parents were like really extremely good people. So they were getting a tax break for it. That Mm -hmm. kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. But it's all kinds of uninformed things coming out of my mouth. So I don't know, <laughs> right in. Yeah. Talk talk to me when if you know something about it. But forester parent, foster parent, not a song that I know. And I think it should be since Amazing Grace is a song. Uh, 47 across. Letting out all the stops to drown out all the other instruments. Another musical style clue and the answer is organ domination me if you take me out it's organ donation that's not a song (laughs) so it's like wait what is what is music about this and what is it and then it comes to me it's really just the scale within the answers but so why have all these musical misdirects Mm, yeah it seems not fully fleshed out it seems like uh it seems like a theme that could be further developed you know what i mean 63 across cocaine and guns in a pacino movie scarface resources and if you take out the fa it's scarce resources also a phrase 61 across uh no i can't see 81 across troops who are worried about sun protection parasol military take out the soul and it's paramilitary also a phrase 93 across give mom's mom the stink eye glare at grandma how dare you if you take the law out, it's great grandma. And then 109 across, another song clue, 
12 Days of Christmas musician who invites sympathy, the pitied piper. Uh, take out the T, and it's the Pied Piper. And then that's it. So there's not even the final dough of the scale, which I know is the beginning of the next scale maybe, but it still seems a little incomplete. And the whole theme felt a little bit like it was missing something or maybe I'm missing something. Because as we've learned in previous episodes, sometimes I do not know what I'm talking about. Mm, yeah, but usually one of us will pick up on it. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, I thought that so was, I mean, like the song, Julie yeah. Andrews says, so a needle pulling thread. So if it's not S-E-W, I figured it was S-O. Yeah. That would be fine. But what is with the S-O-L? I don't know. This whole thing is absolutely out of order. This and has imagine I turned my whole idea of the world upside down. I don't even know what music is after this puzzle. Especially no. if I were to sing Do Re Mi Fa Sol La Ti, you'd be like, please finish it. Um, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> don't leave me hanging. Do, you know? Mm hmm. Ugh. Yeah, that's impressive. You can hit that. You can hit that dough, that second dough. If I'm going to hit the second dough, I got to start uh, like I got to start pretty low. I got to start down uh, dough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <gonna, laughs> I'm getting up there. Dough. <laughs> that's um, dough. <laughs> when Homer Simpson joins a choir. Precisely. Um, 56 across. I'm just going to jump right into it. Jump okay. into it, babe. Um, 56 across. William, who wrote Shrek. <laughs> and the answer is Stieg. Uh, is that common, common knowledge? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not like super involved in the Shrek universe. I didn't know that Shrek was something that was ever written down. You know, I never... <laughs> I mean, was is Shrek based on a a novel? Like, what is it's Shrek as written? Improvised. Well, you know, I guess you have a lot of uh, sort of characterization of the ogre in, you know, sort of old, uh -huh. um, old fantasy text. So I guess they, you know, they have a good starting point. But really, what I want to say is, who knew that the title Shrek had an exclamation point in it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is, is there like a musical Shrek. of Shrek? Yeah, I think you must be right. That must be it. Because <laughs> uh, I don't remember the cover of the film saying Shrek, because then like <laughs> I would have grown up yelling it like that. <laughs> yeah, the musical by uh, William Stieg is <laughs> Shrek based on the movie Shrek, which is based <laughs> on the novel Shrek <laughs> we by a period. Sapphire. Um, <laughs> yeah, Shrek is not something I've ever seen. Mm. But I do love yeah. Donkey. Donkey. You've never seen Shrek? You've never just seen Shrek? I don't know if I've seen Shrek, number one. Maybe yes, maybe no. Zam. Um, 70 across. <laughs> I had a birthday cake with Shrek and Donkey. Donkey. On it. Donkey. I might have been uh, a little too old for Shrek, Olivia. Yeah, I might have been just young enough for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 70 across. Massive. In poetry, the answer is enorm, <laughs> which doesn't really remind me of sort of like poetic, lang um, poetic language, you know? Yeah. Uh, enorm. No, it just reminds me of an abbreviation that's not real, a norm. Or it sounds like a, a Becky sort of like. Yeah. That is amazing. Uh, iconic. Enorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if somebody could send us a poem that has that, then I would mm. maybe believe it. Yeah, by Sapphire. <laughs> yeah. Famous, famous poet. A poet, uh, a poem called Massive with <laughs> the word norm based on the novel Shrek by Sapphire. <laughs> An ogre is a norm. An ogre is a norm. Yeah. So you could just like make a poem, poem synopsis <laughs> of the last five minutes and Please do. tie it all together. Thank you. Thanks well, that's advance. all I had to say about Sunday because I don't really fucks with my notes on Sundays. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I mean, God. this puzzle was tough for me because I wanted the theme to be more themey than it was. Um, it was just ever so slightly not themey enough for me. Yeah, you wanted it to be more like theme and not <laughs> like theme. theme. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So moving on to Monday, the 24th by David Alfred Bywaters. And this puzzle was, you know, it really should have came with a trigger warning. Um, Uh-oh. Because it's all about the <laughs> X. And I'm not talking about ecstasy, the drug. I'm talking about former flames. The ladies, theme, you know what she's talking about. Ladies, can I get your attention here? Oh, 17 across. Stress between you and your former lover? X tension. Uh, 26 across, thing your former lover said about you, X claim. 41 across, former lover's text, e.g., X communication. 51 across, former lover's stances in photos, X poses. And 66 across, current lover who seems suspiciously preoccupied, X Pending. Huh. Hmm. I think 26 across is the funny, funniest one. Um, just because it's clued. So like, you know how people make claims about <laughs> you in relationships. They're always making claims. Yeah. And you, you claim that I did this. Um, <laughs> I just think that one's funny. Yeah, gosh, I I wonder what they're saying about me, but I I yeah. shudder to think what they might be saying. Mm-hmm. Perish the thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, X claims. Uh, they should have done an X Files one. That would have been good. <laughs> yeah, that's deep. That works on multiple levels. <laughs> uh well did you like it did you like it or no you were triggered was i was triggered. triggered um but i liked it i mean it was fine i don't know it's like I, after this week i'm like do i even like crossword puzzles you know what does it all mean <laughs> what are we doing i i thought it was fine i liked the i like jokes you know even if they're not funny i still like them so, congrats to this guy. What do you mean not funny? <laughs> <laughs> like you don't think X pending is like just a marvel of like <laughs> the use of language? <laughs> um yeah, no, I thought it was a cute theme. I liked it. Yeah, it was. I you changed uh, my mind. I loved it. This is the best. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Um <laughs> The power I hold is uh, intoxicating. <laughs> um, 46 across. Interesting. The clue is cold summer treats. And to my eye, the answer is ices. Mm-hmm. Um, to I my eye. <laughs> you mean like the word that you read? I guess they mean like sort of a shaved ice, but what it made me think of is when my niece, who's like two and a half, 
uh, you know, she likes to make a request, which is, um, can I have some small ices? Mm. And the way you might go about it is you would just like get her some ice cubes. Right. Uh, and that would not be small enough. Okay. And so, you you know, you'd have to like lay them out on a cutting board and uh-huh. get like um, a butcher's, uh, you know, hammer thing. Like, like a um, meat mallet. You need a meat mallet and you make small ices. And wow. you're the best aunt ever. Small ices. And then she just sort of chews on those. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Sounds tasty. Oh, no. I'm, yeah, no, I'm glad I brought it up. Um, <laughs> Does it, is it something that you have introduced to her like did you put it on the menu and now you're beholden to making it or is it something (laughs) that her parents offer her parents began offering the small ices and what her mother will do which is very common you know birds do it too is you know put the thing in your mouth and you know break it up into a smaller piece Uh so when she asked her mother for small ices you know that's what her mom would do Got it. Uh, but it's like a little intimate. And, you know, in the time of COVID, they don't say this explicitly, but they sort of imply not to like make small ices uh, <laughs> for other people <laughs> with your own mouth. So I do the meat cleaver, good. The, meat, the meat hammer. That's good. Ice cutlets. <laughs> 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 um 11 down interesting clue the clue is like yeah that'll ever happen <laughs> and the answer is sarcastic it might make sense to you listener because i did say that with like a sarcastic tone <laughs> but like yeah that'll ever happen it's not what i would say you know i would say like that'll happen you or, know i'm like, sure so- that'll happen that definitely checks out, yeah. For sure. I'll get right on it. <laughs> Not gonna happen. And I, uh, I think the the sarc this is a little crossword alieny because the sarcasm exactly is not coming through to me. No, it's not. Because also the phrase, yeah, that'll ever happen is not really something that anyone says. That's what I'm trying to say. I just, you know, didn't get that across, but that's what I mean. It's like you you might say, yeah, like that'll happen. That would be a more normal way just to behave. Yeah, that'll ever happen. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. 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 Anything else here? Yeah, I got mad galaxy brain from 34 down. Okay. Who is it can chop a tree down and then chop a tree up. And the answer is X. And my my freaking brain exploded. It's like language, you know, it's so you can kind of bend it to your will, like the matrix, you know, there is no spoon. Chop (laughs) a tree down, chop a tree up. One tool for the job. What is up? But also like, (laughs) what's up? Right. But also like, what is down? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. And if an up is in pieces, but down is also in a piece. So it's like, what even is a tree? And what's a piece? Like, um, And what's gravity and what's the earth? Yeah, like, I don't know. This is having me rethinking everything all over again. Holy shit. Uh, do you want to talk about Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday. This is a that was a great. I just love the pacing of all of that. That felt really, really <laughs> natural. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go. Um, okay, Tuesday, eight twenty-five is by Dave Bardolph. 
which sounds like I'm making a mistake with his name, but really his name is Bardolph, Dave Bardolph. Um, and he seems great. I like this theme, but I, it's a little bit tricky. But this summer I have become a real grillman and I'm doing a lot of cooking on the grill and doing, I'm doing beautiful grill marks. I'm doing, you know, kiss the cook apron kind of vibe. Um, and this puzzle was cookout themed, um, 17 across 16 ounce sirloin that Shylock brought to the cookout. And the answer is the pound of flesh. I would see. Oh, God bless you. Thank you. Um, 27 across Mark Antony's request to the farmer when he realized he didn't have enough corn for the cookout. Lend me your ears. 48 across cry from Hamlet when he spotted his favorite spice mix at the cookout. Aye, there's the rub. And 64 across Lady Macbeth's declaration upon checking the stakes at the cookout. What's done is done. So all of these quotes from famous things reinterpreted as things that people said during a cookout. Pretty good. I like it. I like what's done is done. That's funny. God bless you. Um, I like I there's the rub because he's, um, you know, he's just he's working around the grill. He's looking for, you know, he's setting up his mise en place and he Mm -hmm. says, I there's the rub. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. It is beautiful. Uh, you know, really the only thing I had to say about this was that there's another galaxy brain clue and answer at 43 across, which okay. is toast, essentially. And the answer, if you can even believe it. <laughs> is... It's bread. That was my mind being blown. It's fucking bread, dude. Yeah, and it's like, when does bread become toast? It's a fine line. At what point is bread? For for a minute, it's just warm bread. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Shit, wow. dude. I personally, I like my toast well done. Maybe even a little bit burnt. Not for you. Nah. You like a lightly toasted toast? Nah. Yeah. It's more of like a, a lack of patience sort of thing. You know, I'm, I'm ready to chow down most right. of the time. Lately, I've been making a, a cinnamon raisin English muffin toasted mm. well done with peanut butter. Yummers, that sounds good. Now that's a delicious breakfast. I like to do toasted English muffin with Nutella and banana slices. Whoa. Whoa, that's more like dessert, fatty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's breakfast. I like to have breakfast and then breakfast, dessert, lunch, lunch, (laughs) dessert, dinner, dinner, dessert. (laughs) So I'm with you. Oh yeah. Um Damn, you make that cinnamon raisin sound uh it's delish. delicious. It's delish. Cinnamon raisin, I feel like it did fall out of favor, but don't sleep on cinnamon raisin. It's really good. Yeah, I feel like sort of it's associated. We need to like kind of rebrand. Uh-huh. Um and maybe you will not be in charge of the rebranding because your brand is Spencer. But, <laughs> you know, because the problem with raisin is, you know, an yeah. oatmeal raisin cookie is like a grandma cookie. you know, And it's like a slap in the face, I think, to cookie lovers. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they can be really good. Like, also, you could do, you know, just the oatmeal can be really good. 
or like a I don't know if you've ever had a chocolate chip oatmeal cookie. That's the best of both worlds. Um, but but it that, that's not a strong case for raisins, of course. Raisins very polarizing. People hate raisins, but it's like a, a chewy little fruit. <laughs> <laughs> That should be Raisins' new tagline. How could you hate? How could you hate a chewy little fruit? (laughs) Forget the California Raisins jazz band (laughs) or whatever. These guys, it's a chewy little fruit. Come on, it's a chewy little fruit. (laughs) Okay, maybe you can you can participate in rebranding. Thank you. I feel like I have a lot to offer. You absolutely do. I didn't mean to make your brand sprinter. I take it back. No, that's my brand lately. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Mine is mine is still open borders. <laughs> Global. Globalization. Okay. Yeah. Let, should we move on? Absolutely. Whitey po- get on board the Whitey Puzzleman Express. <laughs> choo, and, choo. <laughs> yeah. Next station stop Wednesday. 826. The puzzle is by Carl Larson. The theme is revealed at 34 Cross. Collection that demonstrates job skills as suggested by 17, 24, 48, and 55 across. And the answer is work portfolio. 17 across. Investment for a humorist? Comedy gold. Uh, gosh, like, I really can't see anymore. 24 hmm. across. Investment for a butcher. Beef stock. 48 across. Investment for a physicist. Ionic bond. And 55 across. Investment for a restaurateur. Menu option. So portfolio, stock portfolio, investing, these are all things that I am intimately familiar with. Um, I do a lot of trading on the markets, e-trade, um, commodities, you know, the bulls, bears, all of it. That's kind of my thing. And so when I saw this, I was like, easy. I know exactly what they're asking for. Comedy gold sounds like Whitey Puzzleman's crossword train. <laughs> <laughs> choo choo, chugga um, chugga chugga chugga. <laughs> <laughs> we should just start chugging along. Um, yeah, this screams you. Yeah, you know I'm doing money all the time. So there's like a trivia in this, which maybe is common knowledge but one across Redding who wrote Respect the answer is Otis I didn't know that he wrote it so I like went to listen to his version Uh and uh, it really the lyrics really hit different coming from a man Um, Mm. like all I'm asking for is a little respect when I come home it's like okay man I'm pretty (laughs) sure everyone is respect Respecting you, man. Uh, of course, you know, it's different being a black man in this country, but still, right. Otis, you know. Aretha so, took it to a different level of yeah. all she's asking. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, she it, is maybe not different. getting any. Yeah, not getting any. In the style uh, of a Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Um, 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 I didn't get 39 across. Oh, oh, wait. No, I did. It was just upsetting. The clue (laughs) is what makes car care? And the answer is an E. Give me an E. Yeah. Stupid. That's not, that's one of your least favorite. Clue I don't types. like that kind. You know, I feel like we've evolved in all kinds of ways, you know, mm-hmm. our crossword polemics, but this is a new one for me. I've let go of some old ones and I'm moving on to new grievances. Yeah. What makes car care an E? 
<laughs> of course. <laughs> have you have you ever heard um this expression? I guess that's at eight down. The clue is completely off base, and the answer is all wet. Yeah, that's what that like Cardi baseball B or something. Megan <laughs> the Stallion song is about. Right. Oh, ah, yes. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what that means at all. Like, if somebody is saying, I think off base, like. Is it like wrong? Baseball? Like no, like incorrect. Mm-hmm. Like or like you fell out of the canoe. You're like all wet because you <laughs> messed up. <laughs> yeah, like oh, that guy thinks that um, he thinks that Janine is in love with him, but that couldn't be further from the truth. Janine hates him. He's all wet. It's. Cu- I mean, it doesn't. It's not an expression I've heard, and it's grossing me out. (laughs) (laughs) Did you watch the video for WAP? Oh, yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. it. I love the green and purple Willy Wonka motif (laughs) set. (laughs) I like when they're just, like, sneaking around the hallways, like, you know... Like looking, doing like a big surprise face, peeking yeah. <laughs> around corners. Um, like, what is behind door number what? two? <laughs> <laughs> this is simply a kooky house. Yeah, it um, seems like they're having fun. And I like that. It's like all these curiosities <laughs> to be found when our pussies are this wet. Oh um, my God. Crazy. Um, speaking of WAP, um, 18 Down uh, reminded me of um, a film. So the clue is old-fashioned weapon for hand-to-hand combat. And uh, when I filled it in, eventually I Googled it. The answer is Dirk. Okay. And the definition of a Dirk is a long thrusting dagger. Mm. And then it made sense to me um, that in Boogie Nights, Marky Mark's character, who's a porn star, is called Dirk Diggler. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Got it. There's Got innuendo. It. Sort of a man's. It's sort of a man's movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it kind of for boys like literally every anyone who would sort of identify as a boy would probably uh you know you know they like boogie nights <laughs> well i've been watching a lot of dude movies lately so yeah you have uh and this is of course a cinema podcast so right. we we really watch a lot of movies for, i watched die hard one and Die Hard three this week, which are my two favorite <laughs> Die's Hards. Uh, is the third Die Hard the one with Samuel L. Jackson? Yes. Is that what's the one where he starts out wearing that sign with that's the three expletive? Okay. Yeah, and I Die Hard three is my favorite. Um, Followed by Die Hard 1. I mean, they might be tied for first, to be honest. But I love 3. And, yeah, I would recommend watching it. It holds up and it's great. Okay. Yeah, I should. I've, I've really only seen the first one. Ugh, I've only so paid good. attention, yeah, to the first one. Okay. Um, check it out. Check it out. I just wanted to call your attention also to 60 Across the Clue. Mm is is annoying but also somehow brilliant because i can picture so the clue is devilishly clever insults in slang and the answer is burns but i can picture mr burns from the simpsons <laughs> saying that something is a devilishly clever insult <laughs> So Absolutely. It, it feels like another, you know, brain busting moment. Uh, galaxy brain? Galaxy brain. <laughs> uh, I think you mean galaxy what brain. What I mean is galaxy brain. <laughs> uh, you're so right about that. You're Devilishly. So right about that. <laughs> um, do you want to move on? 
Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Let's chug, chug a chug right along. <laughs> Whitey Puzzleman's Crossword Express. <laughs> Next station stop Thursday, August 27th. The puzzle is by Nancy Stark and Will Nediger. Um, the revealer is at 58 across. This was a hardy, but a goodie. I liked it. This was my longest time of the week. It was um, so hard. It was hard. Um, 58 across. Windbag as seen three times in this puzzle. And the answer is chatterbox. So there are three rebus squares in this puzzle. 17 across. The clue is discussing. And the answer is talking about. But one square has G-A-B, gab, in it. And then on the down, six down, cause of dread, bugaboo, bugaboo. Um, 33 across. Imagine that is the clue. And the answer is, what do you know? Yak is in one square. And then 25 down, whitewater rental, kayak. Yak is in one square. Finally, 40 across, obstacle-based competition show informally. Ninja warrior, jaw is in one square. 41 down. The clue is scavengers on Luke Skywalker's home planet. And the answer is Jawa's jaw. So Gab, Yak, and Jaw are all chatterboxes. What? Mm -hmm. Galaxy brain, galaxy brain, galaxy brain. (laughs) Every time you're explaining the theme, I'm going on like a fabulous mini vacation in my (laughs) mind. (laughs) Nice. Glad to see it you're engaged. It was really hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I and I, I'm I'm I we're my we're mind melding, baby. Yeah. Um, I'm always engaged. I'm never. I never stop. Never stopping. Yeah, uh, it was. But hard. this was really hard for me. It was hard, but once I got it, I was like, "Holy shit! I might <laughs> just be a genius, a god." damn certified genius and that's the feeling that I look for you know Mm -hmm. absolutely chasing that chasing that high Uh uh-huh uh-huh uh I thought that 21 across was um a cute and nice clue uh entry-level workers and the answer is doormen and she is just nice you know it is nice and it is cute you know I can wrap my little pea brain around it. It's nice. It's cute. That's nice. That's cute. Um, 24 across is, uh, well, the clue is British nobility title. The answer is Baron. This is not a reference to Baron Trump, but I'm going to make it one to ask you, have you seen how tall that teen is? Has he gotten tall? I haven't seen him lately. He's so tall. I mean, like, Melania's already, like, tall as heck because she's a model and she wears, like, five-inch heels. And he's, like, still a full head taller. He's a really tall teen. Wow. Well, I'm glad he's tall. He's growing. He's got that going for him. They're Mm -hmm. feeding him. (laughs) I'm curious about his inner life. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, it's easy to project on him that he's like this, you know, like sort of tortured figure. Who knows? Yeah. Some building well, a mystery. Uh, <laughs> 13 down is uh, titillating. Ooh. Um, the clue is it doesn't cover much. Yeah. Sounds like my internet school teachers, uh, but the answer is that thong the thong 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 the thong thong the thong thong um Um, also 12 down was confusing to me because okay so the clue is u.s city named for a european capital and the answer is athens ohio which i've never heard of but i have heard of athens georgia 
So I was like, how do I, how do we abbreviate Georgia to four <laughs> letters? Four letters. Uh, and did you manage? Did you figure out a way? Yeah. Uh, I was Athens, like, G-A-G-A. Athens, Jaja. <laughs> I was like, how do I make the puzzle work for me? <laughs> well, it's in one, because the B-52s are primarily they started out in Athens, Georgia, and that's like their home base, I think. Um, and they have a song. Gosh, this is just reminding me of this song, but I the name of it is like, uh, oh, God, it's like songs. Oh, it's called Song for a Future Generation. Do you know this one? No, <laughs> I don't. It's so good. It's like, Almost like a joke about like personal ads and dating, you know, mm-hmm. pre-online dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and the chorus goes like, wanna be the ruler of a galaxy, wanna be the king of the universe, let's meet and have a baby now. And then there's like this <laughs> these spoken interludes where it's like, hi, I'm Kate. And I'm a Scorpio from Athens, GA, and I like to find the essence from within. (laughs) (laughs) They're so so goddamn funny. They're so cool. So everybody look look up that song because it's it really I mean, all of their music is it was so innovative, like. It still feels exciting to me. What was the um, line that you shared about like a purse? A purse? You shared a line from a song that one of their songs I didn't know on the pod Mm -hmm. maybe a month ago or something. And I've been trying to remember what it was because it was funny. A purse? I have to listen to their entire discography. (laughs) I ought to. I ought to. There are so many good ones. Song for a future generation. Um, So, yeah, Athens, Ohio is allegedly a place, but (laughs) I don't know about it. Yeah, my friend moved there when I was a kid. Really? uh, Yeah, but I it could it could. I never saw her again, so it may not exist. Yeah, she went directly to hell. She's, Maybe she just wanted to get rid of me. And so <laughs> she, she said, like, yeah, I'm in Athens, Ohio. <laughs> uh, she just like looked at a map and picked the name and was like, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's in Ohio. <laughs> All right. Hey, wait, 29 down. Hey, Food wait. That's cut diagonally. Uh-huh. It turns out to be penne pasta. Yeah. Um, it's not really one of my favorite shapes, except for in like a ziti, I guess. It's kind of just like a war a workhorse pasta, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not it doesn't have a lot of joie de vivre, in my opinion. Penne is fine, but Actually, I mean, my mom uses penne for mac and cheese, and that's pretty good. It's good, it's good for, to get the stuff inside it. Yeah, and it's good for if you want to scoop them onto the tines of your fork, mm. which is like a fun way to eat it. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, this this is an adult podcast, despite the fact that we say chugga chugga and <laughs> <laughs> tell you fun ways to uh, eat foods. Well, I mean, okay, not for nothing. If you're eating penne, that is a fun way to eat it. If you're eating <laughs> spaghetti, you swirl it around your fork. I mean, this, this a big part of what makes pasta good is that it has, you know, it's different, pragmatism. different styles of eating. No, absolutely. You're and right. I that- could t- and I could talk about this all day. And I could, in this is my campaign platform. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. no, you're right. It's like a, a, a highly intentional food medium, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Every shape corresponds to pretty much a sauce and. Um, a methodology and a praxis, but do you know an, what empirical reality and um, 
<laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> what one shape that I'm not really too interested in is a farfalle of butterfly. Nah. Because it's hard to pick it up. It's hard to scoop it with a fork. It's hard to stab it with a fork. It's too slippery for a pickup and it's too thin for a stab. So it's like you just have to keep jamming your fork in. Jam, 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 jam to get enough on your fork to have a satisfying bite. Absolutely. Have you had um, a mafaldini pasta? No. Speak on that. What what Um, shape is that? So it looks, you know, it's sort of, it almost looks like a linguine noodle, but, or like, um, like a lasagna noodle. Oh, I just Googled it. That is a good shape. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a fat wavy spaghetti, basically. That's fucked up. That's a good ass pasta shape. It's good as fuck. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, if restaurants are open and, like, you know, we can go out, then I'm going to take you to my Mafaldini spot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Did you know that during core I made cacio e pepe? I think you mentioned that. Did I mention that? Because it came out so good, and I couldn't believe my skill. Anyway, so is this just butter and pepper? What's cheese the, and what's pepper? The mix? Nice. But it's all about like the timing because you use the pasta water. Uh, so it really sticks. Yeah. So it makes like a a chemical change. <laughs> science. It does so it does science. Occurs. It does science to itself at a certain point. <laughs> That's hot. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Doing it to yourself. Hell wow. yeah. All right. Sexy pasta. Yeah, you wanna chug along on um, Friday? All aboard. Uh next up, Friday, the 28th of August. This puzzle is by a person by the name of Kate Hawkins. And I got to tell you, I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe it was my mood this week. But like Friday and Saturday both took me like a full 10 minutes less time than Thursday. And I Mm. didn't think that they were so exciting or fun. I didn't yeah, find agreed. a lot of gems in the in the diamonds of the rough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, starting with 14 across here, the clue is in brackets. Come on, the light turned green, and the answer is toot. <laughs> but I would call I would, that a beep. I would do a beep. I would do a, a beep or a hunk. Because a toot to me is refers to a fart. Absolutely. It, it uh, is a reference to flatulence. Thank you for your uh, agreement. I'm I appreciate yes-ing, it. I'm yes-anding you. Thank you. Always. You know what's weird is 24 across. Oh, my God. That's I have the note here, here about 24 across, too. My note says, terrifying. <laughs> the clue is fastest creature on two legs and then in parentheses up to 45 miles per hour. And the answer, if you can believe it, is ostrich. And it's uh, deeply unsettling. That's fucked up. Sounds sort of like of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Not really of God or Jesus Christ. You no, know? yeah. That's from the depths of hell. <laughs> I mean, imagine if you're just minding your own business in some sort of an open field and careening toward you is a flock of but it's ostrich. Because what can they do? You know, they could basically run into you and no, peck at you. No, they could peck you to 
freaking death. <laughs> this is a great uh, horror film concept. Yeah. I feel like they would just like bump you with their big belly, but they don't really have. <laughs> they do have a have really arms. stupid body, don't they? Yeah, they're so stupid. Don't come at me. I'll turn you into some Western cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. Yes, sorry. Also, I just, you for my boots, ostrich. This sound, this like is a disturbing image, but I just had this image in my mind of like having a giant sword and just like and swacking and cutting off all their heads <laughs> of all their stupid necks. A katana. You'd probably have to be yeah. so strong to do that. Yeah, but like a big sort of broad all the way around kind of swing of my katana. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Mm, mm -hmm. I thought 13 down was weird. The clue is inside dope. The answer is skinny and I get it. Like what's the skinny? Of course, I would never say something like that. Uh, But I understand some people have in history, but... (laughs) I have I don't understand calling the skinny the the inside dope. Yeah. That seems like it's like certain slang terms, like if they were only used for like 15 minutes in 1970, (laughs) maybe we shouldn't like give me the inside dope. I don't (laughs) think that that's I don't know. I feel like Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe there's like a rich cultural history of using that as a phrase that I'm just not, you know, privy to from my really privileged natural. position. <laughs> it sounded really natural when you said it, though. I was like, give maybe me the inside I'm- dope. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, if in, in 30 years in the crossword, is it going to be like, uh, you know, spill the blank to tell somebody secrets, spill the tea, you know, like, is that going to last long enough? I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see if it stands the test of time. We will. Um, I made a note of 63 across secret admirer of Lily Potter in the Harry Potter universe. And the answer is Snape. Severus Snape in the movie is played by Alan Rickman, who, yes, this is a cinema podcast, plays Hans Gruber in the first Die Hard film. Absolutely. And the characters are actually strikingly similar, if you think about (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah, but Snape, you know, like eventually reveals his good side. Doesn't Hans Gruber just like fall out of the window or whatever? Yeah, he does. Sorry, spoiler. Fuck. <laughs> no, there's no spoilers on movies that are like uh, 30 years old, I don't think. Yeah. He says, get me the detonators. <laughs> um, and then he falls out. You know, slow motion. Nakatomi. <laughs> and John McClane's like, you know, the coolest very attractive. He's just a New York cop, you know. He just came here. He's minding his own business. Boom. Terrorist takeover. Boom. He's got to go vigilante. Fucking kill all the fucking guys. Boom. I like how it takes place around Christmas, you know? Yeah. Because then yep. you could watch it. You could, you know, it's sort of a Christmas movie. It then. is. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Um, anything else on this puzzy? Nah. Nah. Uh, okay. All aboard. Next station stop, Saturday, August 29th. This puzzle is by Michael Hawkins. I haven't been on the subway since March. Any updates in that space? Um, I went on once to go, I, I, I got a, I did get a wax. 
Um, <laughs> I got a wax, but not until August. You know, Damn. I I waited it out, but um, in the beginning of August, I did get on the train. I went to Soho and I got a wax. Nice and uh. It's like felt pretty chill to be honest. Cool. That's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wonder when the next time I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh you know, maybe by the end of the year. Maybe. Maybe maybe not. Maybe. Um okay, 17 across. Can you explain this to me? Uh, no, I wrote a note. I wrote not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote what? Um, the clue is flop. And the answer is lay an egg. <laughs> so we'll just like let that exist. Yeah, I'm just going to put it out there. Throw it against the wall. See if it sticks. Help us write in. Lay an egg. So 49 across is one of those ones I don't like. The clue is two for dinner? <laughs> and the answer is ends. E-N-S. Because, listener, brilliant, brilliantly, the, uh, you know, constructor has, you know, observed that there are two of the letter n in the word dinner and they did a funny a hilarious so they did a funny hilarious but also uh you famously take issue with spelling out letters as if they're words yep that's yep. not unless you. you're some sort of uh you know what is the study of uh you know, phonetics, linguistics, unless you're a linguist, <laughs> a linguist, <laughs> um, <laughs> then you don't really need to be spelling out letters yeah. phonetically. It seems yeah. unnecessary. Um, my other qualm is that I learned this whole term, this whole basketball term I learned in oh. order to do a puzzle. And I thought that it was the answer to 61 across the clue is bit of misdirection from an athlete and the answer is head fake but you know what i put that fit i put pump pass ah i learned a whole term damn just for it to fit and what a waste what a waste when i put that in i was like fuck yes (laughs) didn't pan out yeah, I mean, that sucks, too, because you are in school now and you can't be wasting all your valuable brain space learning things that aren't even going to be the right answer of the puzzle. Absolutely not. Right? I, I don't have any time for that, despite being unemployed. I'm <laughs> extremely busy here. Um, 62 across. The clue is clearly working out. Answer is sweaty. Now, every time I get sweaty, uh, you know, I don't know if it's clear that I'm working out because I feel like it could just be that I like left my house and I'm walking. <laughs> yeah, it's not clear. It's not clear. Doesn't necessarily follow. Do you have any other notes about Saturday? I just have one last one. I have one last one. It's 27 down. I just wrote that this is awkward, an awkward phrase to see in print. Um, The clue is, here comes a fight, in uh, quotation marks. And the answer is, oh, it's on now. (laughs) It's just not something that you expect to read. It's not good. Both of them are weird. Here comes a fight. Here comes a fight. Um, here comes a fight reminds me of like like a boxing announcer who he announces it. He's like, here comes a fight. And then the other announcer is like, yep, that's the point of why we're here. <laughs> or like if a 
bunch of ostriches are running toward you at 45 miles an Ooh, hour. Oh, shit. And then you say, here comes a fight. And then your friend says, oh, it's on now. And then I grab my <laughs> katana. And that's the end of that. 360 decapitate yeah. all of them. Yeah. In one fell swoop. Yeah. Well, really the last thing I wanted to say was 63 across. The clue is generic rivalry. And the answer is us versus them. And it's true. It's us versus <laughs> them, Bianca. Yeah. Trust no one. It's us versus them. It's me against the music. It's just me uh, against the world, baby. <laughs> yep. But, yep. Never take your eyes yep. off the prize. Prize. For one second. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what I would say to listeners mm-hmm. would be please write in. Yeah. You know, you don't get to hear listener mail if we don't receive any. Yeah. Sort of. So, you know, like think about the idea of paying it forward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. Olivia Shepson, crossword podcaster, philosopher. You know how I think you should sign sign us out would be to do like um stand clear <laughs> please okay I'll do that for you um this is a Rockaway Parkway bound L train the next stop is fuck you <laughs> stand clear of the closing doors please Okay, bye everyone. Bye.